Hello again, friends and fellow truth seekers. Mike Nicholas here with another episode of the Soul Unleashed podcast, where it's my goal to help you with the questions you might have regarding the awakening of your soul and particularly help other left brain types like, like I am ask the right questions in our search for a deeper meaning to life. And ultimately, I want to help you unleash your soul from limiting beliefs and smothering paradigms. And today's adventure is about a very interesting video that I watched recently. It was an interview, actually, by a gentleman named Ruben Langdon. He was interviewing someone who channels. We talked about channeling before in other podcasts. This channeler's name is Lee Harris. And it was just an amazing interview. Lee was talking about this group that comes through him. I know this is really off-the-wall stuff, and I always would, I never would listen to this stuff before, but... Lee Harris channels a group called the Z's and they're called the Z's because it's a collective of 88 souls and the lead spokesman identifies himself as Zachary. And so he calls them the Z's. But anyway, the question is, and what really got me thinking and the whole purpose of all of this, the whole soul awakening thing is just to get me to think and, and through me to help you think about these, these things. There's gotta be more to life than what we've been doing every day and, and leading our lives as, as, as ordinary people. Not that there's anything wrong with that. We're very blessed, many of us, to, to live with wonderful families and live, in my case, in the, in the U.S. However, the question was, what is the greatest truth, is what he asked Lee. And Lee started talking about death, and he said to, to a lot of people, dying is easy. As a human being, he said, dying dying is easy, and that each of us has about 30 to 40 pre-programmed exit points in this life. Now, when I think about that, I, of course, I think back to when our, our son left this world, and I assume that that was one of his pre-programmed points where he, he planned to leave before he reincarnated in this world. Whereas my wife, who I thought we were going to lose back in September, October, November, you know, we we had planned actually, as many of you know, to to let her go. And a couple of days before we were to disconnect her from life support system, she she woke up. And I think that was a pre-programmed point that she decided not to take as part of her life's journey. But one of the interesting points that Lee made was that your death is far less about yourself and more about what is needed to impact those you've left behind. And when I think about all the lessons and the pain and the grief that we went through with our son, and I'm sure many of you listening to this have have lost loved ones, and it's very, very difficult when that happens to think about these kind of things shortly after the death of a loved one. But now looking back and with a little bit different perspective, and especially different perspective in terms of soul contracts and soul groups, you know, Lee said you have a whole you have a contract with a whole group of people who will mourn and grieve and be affected by your loss. And so the timing is coordinated with that whole group before you even incarnate in this life. And there are there's a chain of events that are happening that you, that you can't see that are happening, but to which you are deeply connected. None of us operates in a vacuum. And so when I, I believe when our son chose to take the exit point that he did at age 36. There were things going on that we couldn't understand at the time that were causing it to happen. And looking back now, you know, prior to his death and before he went into the coma, 
I could think, you know, yeah, that made sense, or you know, I understand how that happened now, or I understand why that could ha- could have happened. You know, back when he was really sick, he had liver disease, and as his body continued to worsen and we couldn't get him a transplant, he swelled up and, and it became unbearable for him to live by himself or to live in his own apartment. And we tried to get him help, full-time help, part-time help. He couldn't move. We we got a metro access thing so he could get from one point to another. He couldn't drive anymore. And and all the all the things that were going on that I look back now that were very, very difficult to deal with are things that were part of the plan, I believe, and which inevitably led to, to where he where he wound up where he couldn't move at all and, and went into a coma and then passed away. So back to Lee's point, what is the greatest truth? The, the greatest truth is that as human beings, we can create. Human beings are creating reality as we go. And the more I think about this, the more an amazing thing it is Sometimes we think that we're at the mercy of the world. We're at the mercy of things that happen to us. We're at the mercy of being impacted by things we can't control. And his point is, yes, this world is an experiment. Yes, we come here, we decide to incarnate, and we're, we come here, the world is a playground, this life is a playground. You know, When we die, we're going to go back to perfection. We're going to go back to to the source, God, if you will, but... While we're here in this world, we're not just subject to the whims of whatever happens to us. We can create reality as we go, and our souls are very powerful. And his point is that the the truth, the greatest truth is that we create truths as we live, and what we leave behind is, is the greatest truth. So, for example, if you're a very compassionate and loving person, when you pass, when you die, what you left behind is what other people remember try to emulate, think about, and they change their lives in subtle ways to remember or honor or imitate you after you're gone. And so the truth is that you're able to create that sense of being or love or whatever it is that you created while you were here on earth and that you leave behind for your family, for your spouse or your loved ones or your children, that they grow on and they they add to and they create their own truth. He said that is the greatest beauty, the greatest truth in the, in the in the world. He was joking. Uh, he started laughing, and he said, "You know, people when people ask him that question, what is the greatest truth? They kind of expect him to say, you know, Saturn is really purple, or you know, teleportation is right around the corner." And he said that might be that might be the case, but that's not the greatest truth. The greatest truth is you can create. And he used the line which I love, which was, "Don't wait, create." So you can create your own reality. And you know, for example, when he was talking about it, all of us have 30 to 40 pre-programmed exit points, he said dying, dying is easy. You can choose to die in your sleep. You can choose to end your own life. You know, you can manifest an accident. You can manifest all kinds of things. But it's living and creating that is a challenge, but it's a beautiful challenge to be able to create and leave something behind and for the people that are going to be affected by your loss and continue after you leave. So that's the greatest truth. And, you know, I never thought about it that way. I do think back to some of the things in the Bible when when Jesus was asked, you know, what's, what's the greatest truth? I, I'm not going to pretend to be the Bible expert, 
and I refer to the Bible all the time because my background is, of course, uh, Judeo-Christian, but Jesus said in the Bible that the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, with all your mind, all your strength. And the second greatest commandment is love your neighbor as yourself. And I think that there's nothing that is is contradictory about that and what this channeling person is saying is the greatest truth. The truth you leave behind is the greatest truth, but that is love. And it's what people remember you for. You know, it's what I remember about my son is the love that he had for, for people. And, you know, he played uh, Santa Claus every year for many years uh, with all his nieces and nephews. And he loved doing that. And he, he loved his, his nieces and nephews. And <clears throat> when I think of him, I, I think of love. And that's, that's the truth he left behind for me and, and what I want to pass on to, uh, to our family. So that, that's all I wanted to mention for this podcast. Lee Harris just really got me thinking, and I'm grateful for, for having seen that interview. And it just further cements in my mind that our souls are very powerful, and we, we are here to, uh, to create love. Thank you. And you can reach me at mike at mikenicholas.com or my website, just simply mikenicholas.com. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.